0: How do the Minnesota Wild stack up amongst the rest of the Western Conference playoff fields? We will debate today on Locked On Wild. You're Locked On Wild. Your daily podcast on the Minnesota Wild. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. What's happening everybody? Welcome to another episode of Locked on Wild, your daily Minnesota Wild podcast, part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. Thank you for making Locked on Wild your first listen each and every day. Make sure you subscribe on YouTube and wherever you listen to your podcasts so you don't miss out on any new episodes of Locked on Wild. Today's episode of Locked on Wild is brought to you by FanDuel Sportsbook official sportsbook of Locked On. Make every moment more. Visit fanduel.com slash locked on today to get started. On today's episode of Locked On Wild, Wyatt Garen joins us as we take a look at how the Wild stack up amongst the rest of the Western Conference playoff field so far uh, in key areas, coaching, defense, forwards. We'll talk about all of those critical areas As we take a look at how things are looking head to head at this point, my name is Seth Topal, your daily Minnesota Wild insider. And as mentioned, Wyatt Guerin, friend of the show, regular contributor to Lockdown Wild, joins us here today. Wyatt, now that the postseason has been officially clinched uh, and the dust has settled a little bit, perfect opportunity to just take a look at the rest of the field which as of right now includes the Vegas Golden Knights, the Los Angeles Kings, and the Minnesota Wild and the Dallas Stars. Uh, Although that is contingent on how things go uh, between the Avalanche and the uh, San Jose Sharks, which probably going to
1: go as well as you expect.
0: Yeah, probably probably going to lead to not only that, but the uh, Colorado Avalanche vaulting into first place in the division. Um, yeah, surprise me. So we're just going to go through and look at uh, how things look for the Wild amongst their potential postseason opponents. And uh, you've got a couple of categories that we are going to look at. Uh, so let's just lay them out here before we get started.
1: So we'll be looking at coaching, forwards, defense, and depth. And we'll look at it head to head between the wild and each team that they could potentially see in the first round.
0: Excellent. Um why don't we just start with the uh the big one? Let's let's just start with the Avalanche, the uh the defending <laughs> champions, uh, defending Stanley Cup champions and uh the team that nobody wants to face in the first round. Um and We'll start with coaching.
1: You got to give it to Colorado here. Uh Bednar's great coach. Won the cup last year. Like you said, no one wants to play Colorado round 1. Um Oh, we didn't even mention we'll do head-to-head goaltending too.
0: Yes. <laughs> um Yeah, I got to go with Bednar too. I'm a huge fan of uh of Jared Bednar, I, I think he uh, is a phenomenal coach. He's got a great pulse on that team. You look at uh, him and John Cooper matching up in the Stanley Cup Final last year, and that's
1: that's a great coaching matchup. Yes, I mean, it Coop's is. Like my favorite coach in the NHL, to be honest. He's a great, great coach. And Bednar, Bednar really impressed me. Yeah, a few years ago, like when the Avalanche were really, really bad um he was pretty much brought in at the time it seemed like he was gonna be pretty much like bring him in and we'll fire him just to say like hey we're doing something Hmm. but uh he took control of the room and i mean he helped build this this monster into what it is him and joe sakic so i I, yeah between him and dean it it's got to be bednar he's been there he's done that he's he knows what he's doing, he knows what buttons to push.
0: Yeah, and the funny thing too is like I like Dean. It's just yeah, if it's you it's not a. it's not a slight on Dean, dude. Yeah. It's Bednar's just Bednar's a really good
1: coach. <laughs>
0: Bednar is it it's Bednar. Yeah. Like it's the Catalina wine mixer. Um, right. you're just you're gonna go Bednar in that situation. So first point goes to the Avalanche. Let's uh let's discuss the forwards. Uh which route are you going here?
1: This one's, I think, a little closer. I think the Avalanche take it just on star power. Um, I don't know if Landis Gog's scheduled to be back for playoffs or not, but even without him, you still got McKinnon, Rantanen, Nikushkin, uh, Comfort. I mean, they just got a whole... The star power on that team right now is ridiculous. Mm. So, I, I, yeah. Yeah. I mean, they're they're probably going to win the division for that reason is because they're a really good team. So
0: yeah, and a team that lost Nazem Kadri, uh, amongst others, off of last year's roster, and they still have found a way to be at the uh, the top of the standings here in the Central Division this year. It just goes to show you those top level guys are top level guys. And, and so, I know they're
1: going to get uh, Lekkanen back for the postseason, too, which is – that'll be a big boost for them. It's just – it's it's a well-put-together forward core. Yeah, 100%. Yeah,
0: it's – that that's another one that goes to the uh, the Avalanche as well. So, um, 2-0 for Colorado here uh, through these rankings, but uh, we will continue on.
1: So, defensively, you know, this one – Again, is you got to give it to Colorado. You got the big one, Kale McCarr, Bowen and Byrum, stud. Like doesn't get the press he should just because of Kale McCarr. Mm-hmm. And even worse, uh, Gerard doesn't get the press he should because of McCarr and Byrum. It's just it's a loaded team, and they just got Eric Johnson back, who's veteran, veteran presence. Again, been there, done that. Jack Johnson veteran guy, I mean, kind of a like you you wouldn't think like oh Jack Johnson like big help in the playoffs, but this is a guy with a lot of n h l games under his belt, he mm-hmm. knows what he's doing, he's won a cup it's it's a good defensive core. it might be the best d core in the n h l
0: yeah, it's you can't you can't compete with those top level guys, and so um three rock. <laughs> avalanche in these uh boy, maybe we should have left the avalanche for one of the last teams. We're we're not starting off on a good foot here, but
1: I, I'm I'm actually kinda hoping they win the division now because God I don't want to see them round one. All yeah, right. oh, You're telling me. That's it's ooh, it's brutal.
0: <laughs> so three oh we uh we move from defenseman. Should we go to goaltenders?
1: Yeah, we can go to goalies. Um this one I actually will give to the wild. The tandem of Fleury and Gustafson have been just lights out lately. Um, that being said, Georgiev is a very, very capable goaltender um, should definitely not take him lightly. I know he's playing behind one of the best decors in the league, but Georgiev is a very good goaltender. And in my opinion, better than the guy they won the cup with last year in Darcy Kemper. So I'll give it to the wild, but it it's pretty close, especially if Georgiev gets in that zone. He's he's good, man.
0: Yeah, I would I would tend to agree. You give the the slight edge to Gustafson this year, based off of what uh what Gus Bus has been able to do so far this season. Gorgiev though very good. Uh I would say probably in the top. See I don't got wanna half yeah half a goalies in the league. I would I would say probably right around the top ten. Um,
1: yeah, I, I probably that top twelve ish, right outside the top ten. Yeah. Um, the the beauty of what the Avalanche have done is they can get a guy that's not a top five goalie in the NHL and put him back there, and he's mm-hmm. gonna he's gonna win games just because of how good the team in front of him is.
0: Yeah, a hundred percent. And
1: but if if one to one, if you're trying, if you're saying okay, we need a goalie to steal this game. Between Gus and Fleury and Georgiev, I'm gonna lean Gus and Fleury. But yeah. Georgiev's really good.
0: Yeah, I, I like that. Um I'll I'll take getting the wild on the board. Um, but it is still, unfortunately, three to one halves. Uh depth is the final category, correct?
1: Yeah, um I I would have one hundred percent given this to to the Wild before the Shaw injury, uh, rest up the really sucks Mm -hmm. it's a fourth acl tear it's unreal um but i I think i will still give it to the wild um you know billy went out and got a lot of guys that he can rotate in and out of the lineup um i'm not i'm not gonna say the depth is necessarily better per se than the avalanche but it is probably more guys that you can you would feel comfortable rotating in and keeping guys fresh. I mean, yeah, you got eight capable NHL defensemen, fourteen or fifteen forwards. I mean, it that all depends. I assume Sammy Walker will be a black ace. You have Sam Steele, who you you know, you scratch him one game, in the next game he looks like Connor McDavid out there. <laughs> it's kind of sweet, but uh, Ryan Reeves, Connor Dewar, Brandon Duham, um. You know, once Nyquist and Kaprizov get back, it's going to be a healthy mix of guys in the bottom six. Uh, So, yeah, I actually will give the depth to the Wild there.
0: Three to two, Avs win in the How do the Wild stack up amongst the rest of the playoff contenders uh, in the Western Conference. We're we're going to keep this mostly central division, but uh, we will move from Colorado to the team. At this point, most likely for the Wild to face in round one, that being the former pre-Minnesota Wilds Minnesota team, the Dallas Stars. So we'll talk about that as we continue today's episode of Locked on Wilds after a word from our sponsor, which for today's episode is Indeed. When you're drafting a fantasy team, do you ever wish you could handpick the best stars for your business team? If you're building your talent roster, you need Indeed. Indeed is hiring. Indeed is the hiring platform where you can attract, interview, and hire all in one place. Don't spend hours on multiple job sites looking for candidates with the right skills when you can do it all with Indeed. Find top talent fast with Indeed's suite of powerful hiring tools like matching, assessments, and virtual interviews. Hate waiting? Indeed's US data shows over 80% of Indeed employers find quality candidates whose resumes on Indeed matches their job description the moment they sponsor a job. That is the best feature of Indeed is the quickness at which you can get matched up with potential employees the moment you post a job. Indeed knows when you're growing your own business, you have to make every dollar count. That's why with Indeed, you only pay for quality applications that match your must-have job requirements. Visit Indeed.com slash LockedOn to start hiring now. Just go to Indeed.com slash LockedOn to start hiring right now. Indeed.com slash LockedOn. Terms and conditions apply. Cost per application pricing not available for everyone. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Continuing today's episode of Locked on Wild, once again, thanks for making Locked on Wild your first listen each and every day. For your second listen, make sure you check out the Locked on NHL podcast to get the full lowdown on the final push for the postseason, which will be here before you know it. Seth Topal joined by Wyatt Guerin today. Let's move on to the Dallas Stars. We're taking a look at how the Wild match up against the Central Division playoff contenders. Uh, in key areas. It's so we we'll start off with head coach Dean Evason v. Peter DeBoer.
1: This, this is a tough one for me because I like what Dean has done so far. But, again, DeBoer is a guy that has been on some long playoff runs with a few different teams. Um, you listen to guys that play for him. They love his systems. He's an easy guy to play for. I think DeBoer just slightly edges out Dean in this matchup. Um, if this was last year, Rick Bonus was the coach. I would have said Dean by a mile. Uh, yeah, not a big fan of uh, Bones, but I, I do think. I I do think DeBoer is a very good coach, and he's got them playing very well this year. So I will give it to DeBoer on
0: this one. Yeah, I would tend to agree. The experience factor here is probably the biggest, um, the biggest factor between the two because DeBoer obviously has plenty of postseason experience. Uh, Dean's postseason ledger at this point not great. Um, first round exits. Yeah, so. There's an opportunity to kind of help narrow the gap, but at this point, you probably got to go with DeBoer uh, with that postseason factor being the big factor there.
1: Yeah, just based on track record, I think you got to give it to Pete.
0: All right, uh, let's move to the forwards.
1: Again, another; these are two very similar teams in that they rely heavily on one big-name superstar when both are healthy, that being Kirill Kaprizov and Jason Robertson, who just recorded the first 100-point season in Dallas Stars history, which I think even goes back to the North Stars because they're technically the same team, maybe. It's crazy to me that Madonna never did that. But I know. Anyways, um, I, I really would love to give the this point to the wild but i just i i think dallas has got too many big names on the team that show up in big spots in the playoffs you got not only really robertson you got sagan and ben who have been there for a while now they know what they're doing um rupee hints great skater great player uh wyatt robertson robertson wyatt johnston who has, uh, <laughs> what is he, 20, 21, something like that? Just taking on the second-line center position there and not let go of it. Um, a few other guys, Radek Faxa, Yolkiviranta, just a a, a a good blend of talent on the stars, I think, especially up front. Max Domi. So I will me. give it to Dallas.
0: My guy, Max Domi, too.
1: That's right. And yeah. Pavelski, man, they got yeah. they, they got they got a pretty good forward i They got to give it to them.
0: They got a good mix. I'm I'm in agreement there. Uh that top line is so good that um no matter what those other three lines are doing, they have had a lot of games this year where they've ridden that top line combo to wins. Um but then you still do have very capable second, third, and fourth lines that can uh, can still get it done too. So
1: I mean Pavelski's like Near forty, and he's still getting it done. Um, Ben and Sagan, you know, past their primes, but it's still Jamie Ben and Tyler Sagan. Like mm-hmm. they're gonna score goals. So I will give it the forward matchup to Dallas.
0: Yeah, one. I I agree. Uh, let's move on to the defensemen.
1: This one I will give to the Wild. Um, this might sound crazy because uh, Miro Heiskanen is unreal. It's pretty he's good. Yeah, um, but I just think Dallas relies so heavily on Haskinen and Asa Lindell, and the Wild really have eight guys, no matter what combinations they are, that they're they're comfortable rolling out six guys any given night, whoever that may be, versus Dallas, who I think relies a little heavily on Haskinen and uh, Lindell. Mm-hmm. So I'll give that matchup to the Wild.
0: Yeah, I would I would agree. I think you maybe go Boy with Ryan
1: Suter back there, you know. They gave him more money, which eh.
0: Yeah. Good 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 for you.
1: Yeah, go for it.
0: Didn't really have to do that, but um yeah, I think I think Heiskinen's probably the best defenseman of the two teams. Yeah. But
1: yeah, that's that that's a good statement, is that they probably have the best defenseman overall, but defensive core overall I will give to the wild.
0: Um and that's going to be my answer to the next one, which is the goalie position, but uh we'll let you go first here.
1: Oh. We're gonna disagree then. I Ottinger's just been outstanding. That guy I mean should be up for the Vesna this year, but that's just a guy that I could see being one of those wild playoff games where they get 50 shots on net and get blanked and lose yeah. two nothing. Like, like remember Jake Allen a few years ago?
0: How like, could I forget?
1: Yeah, uh, I could see Ottinger pulling two games like that out of his butt for the Stars against the Wild.
0: I um, would, I would hope not. But
1: not that Gustafson and Fleury can't. He's just he's having that type of year where he's just been insane. Um and I think he'd be real motivated against the Wild, you know, his hometown team. So, I will, I will give the goalie matchup. This is uh, this is kind of the opposite of what I was saying for defense because I think the Wild have the better tandem, but mm-hmm. Ottinger is just so much better than uh the backup. I think it's Wedgwood right now. Yeah. He, I, I, Wedgwood won't see any time unless Ottinger gets hurt. So, I'll give it to Dallas, but it is close because there's two guys you can rely on, but Ottinger's just lights out right now. So,
0: um, It's for that exact same reason I'm going to give this to the Wilds because of the tandem factor in that if anything were to happen to Ottinger, it's it's Wedgwood. That's that's what you have back there. I don't know, there.
1: man. The Wedgwell blanked uh, Nashville tonight, I think.
0: It's Nashville. Yeah. (laughs) The thing is, Wedgwood...
1: No, they got one on him. Anyways, hes He's been around. Mm -hmm. He's seen enough that, you know, you wouldn't panic if you had to put him in. But, yeah. If it was... If if Georgiev was on the stars and it was Georgiev and Wedgwood, this would be easily the wild. But I think Ottinger just has that it factor, man.
0: Yeah, I could see it. But I'll still... I'll still stick to my guns. Yeah, Um, agreed. Still going wild. Uh, What about depth?
1: This is another one I'm going to give to the wild. Um, Again, I think it's going to be hard to beat the wild in terms of depth from any team this postseason. Um, I'm not really familiar with too many of the guys the Stars have uh, in their depth pool right now, but I do know that they have been trying to get some younger players in much like the Wild with Dewar and Shaw, but guys that you know might not have that experience versus the Wild have Ryan Reeves back there. They're gonna have uh, Sunquist. Just I, I, just think in terms of experience, you're gonna get better depth pieces from the Wild in this potential series. Yeah,
0: I'm. I'm not even gonna debate that point. Um, I agree, and I just I think too the fact that the Wild have. Different options that they can throw, depending on who they play, to really kind of make that bottom six look substantially different. Right. And you play substantially different.
1: Out there, you want some toughness. You got Reeves. It's 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 a really good situation depth wise. The Wilder in.
0: Going yeah. Into the playoffs. Absolutely. Uh, we will finish by talking about the team that is currently occupying uh, the uh, wild card spot. From the Central Division, that being the Winnipeg Jets, as we uh, finish today's episode of Locked On Wild. After a word from our sponsor, which is the official sports betting partner of Locked On, that is FanDuel Sportsbook. The NBA playoffs are just about here, and now is the perfect time to download FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook. That's because new customers get a no sweat first bet up to $1,000. That's bonus bets back if your first bet doesn't win. Just download the FanDuel Sportsbook app. It's safe, secure, and super easy to use. Then you can bet on everything from the money line to point scorers and three-pointers drained. Plus, FanDuel even lets you combine your bets for a chance at a bigger payout with the same game parlay. So don't miss the chance to get your no-sweat first bet up to $1,000 in bonus bets when you go to fanduel.com slash lockedon. That's fanduel.com slash on to learn more. Make every moment more with Fanduel, an official sports betting partner of Locked On. Final segment of today's episode of Locked On Wild. Once again, thanks for making Locked On Wild your first listen each and every day. Your playoff clinched, Minnesota Wild, that is. Uh, talking with Wyatt Guerin here to finish today's episode, we talked about the Avs. We talked about the stars, and yes, it is possible that the wild play the Kraken here um, in actually maybe we can do this this way is let's say the wild do end up capturing the division crown. Let's take a look at both wild card teams at once. okay you've got the Kraken, you've got the Winnipeg Jets, and we'll stack them up each against the Minnesota Wild at the same time. Okay. So let's start with Coach. Of uh, the I th- three.
1: I think the Wild take this one easily. Uh, I already mentioned Rick Bonus. <laughs> <laughs> Just, yeah. Um, yeah. We a, don't need to go further into that. Um,
0: although, since he called out the team, they have been on a roll.
1: They have, in fact, been on a roll since then.
0: Maybe that's all it took. I
1: still think Dean's a better coach. Yeah. <laughs> Um, as far as Dave Haxtall, I just haven't seen enough from him at the NHL level. Uh, he was kind of a bust in, uh, Philly, I believe. Yeah, it was Philly. Didn't really work out there. Um, kind of dealt a crappy hand getting an expansion team job. Um, he's done a good enough job this year, I think with the roster he has, but I just think Dean is overall a better coach than Dave Hackstall at this point. Um, so, yeah, out of the three, I got to go with the Wild.
0: Yeah, that's that's the route I would go as well yeah. between those three teams. Let's talk about forward group between the Wild, the Kraken, and the Jets.
1: I think if you're going to rank them, I think it's uh, Jets or uh, Kraken at three, Jets at two, Wild at one. Um Reasoning for that is the Jets. They they got some names in that uh, forward core. You got uh, Wheeler Stills there. They traded for Nino, which breaks my heart. Um, still got Nikolai Ehlers. Um, oh my, Mark Scheifele and Kyle Connor, the two real big heavy hitters. But uh, a lot of what I've been reading so far from Jets fans in particular. Uh, Pierre-Luc Dubois has pretty much called called it in. Um, he just wants to go play in Montreal. Mark Scheifele hasn't been what he's been in the past few years. Um, Kyle Connor's still putting up good numbers, but not as much of a two-way player as maybe some of the other guys. Uh, so I think the Wild easily overtake both teams' forward cores. Um, not that the Jets can't score, but they – I just think the wild will pack more punch Um, as far as the Kraken, They they're really like a team that just gets it done in the aggregate.
0: Mm -hmm. There,
1: there isn't one big superstar on the team. They got Maddie Beniers who will probably end up winning the Calder this year. But other than that, it's, it's a lot of not depth guys, but more middle six guys that are carrying their forward core. So I think the wild clear that just, based on having Kirill Kaprizov and Matt Boldy in their forward core.
0: Yeah, I I would agree with that. What about uh, defensively? You
1: know, I really do like Seattle's blue line. They got some good pieces. Um, the Jets do as well. Just some names from each team that you might be seeing on the Jets. You got Dylan Sandberg out of Hermantown. Pretty good. Josh Morrissey having a very good season from what I remember. Uh, Nate Schmidt, former gopher. A lot of Minnesota connections on the Jets now that I'm looking at it. Uh Brennan Dillon. Uh Dylan DeMello. They they got a solid decor. Neil Pionk, another Hermantown guy. They they got a solid decor. I just think they the Wild have more star power mm-hmm. on the decor right now than yeah. the Jets do. The Jets do have a very solid blue line, but I think the Wild come out on top in that matchup. As far as the uh, cracking go, you got Vince Dunn, who I'm a really big fan of. He's he's a great defenseman. Um, really didn't think the Blues should have let him go. Um, let's see who else. Adam Larson, capable. Justin Schultz, capable. Jamie Alexiak, former Minnesota Wild, Carson Soucy. Again, a lot of guys that are good in the aggregate for what they're doing. I just think they, they just lack that that one real good defensive player on the blue line there that would make him a true contender. So I, I gotta go with the wild again over both teams here.
0: Yeah, I I think again, I think we're we're in a good spot with that um goaltending.
1: Uh it's really down to the Jets or the wild because right now I think Seattle's trotting out Martin Jones. And Phil
0: Grubauer, mistaken. yeah. Maybe
1: Grubauer, Grubauer hasn't been great. Um, is Dreger even there still anymore? I can't remember. Uh, Martin Jones, we all know that. What was he like two or three years ago for the Sharks? He was statistically the worst goalie in the league in every category.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Not that he can't be good, but it's it's just not on the level of what we've seen from Gus and Flower this year. That being said, you got the Winnipeg Jets. Who Connor Hellebuck has been rock solid for many years for the Jets. Kinda of having a down year by his standards. But again, another goalie that if he turns it on at the right time, he could easily steal a game or a whole series for you. Yeah. Um that being said, I will go with the wild just based on recent play. But Hellebuck is one to look out for. He's he's really, really good when he's on.
0: I will agree there as well. And finally, the depth.
1: And uh, surprise, I'm going to go with the Wild again. <laughs> um, the Kraken being only, what is it, three years now removed from expansion, they just they don't have the type of NHL caliber depth that the Wild have right now. Um, th- As far as the Jets, they got some decent players in their depth pool again I just think the wild out the wild just bottom six and depth pieces just outclass a lot of playoff teams this year it, I mean it's only real really rivaled by maybe Boston in my opinion for how good like the bottom of the forward roster is and mm-hmm. defensive roster it's 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 really insane how Bill managed to pull that off but yeah I'll go with the wild again over both
0: well it's Pretty, it's pretty evident that uh there is Colorado, Dallas, the in the Wilds, and then Winnipeg Yom and Seattle
1: Man is Winnipeg and Seattle.
0: So, it, it will be interesting to see how things play out because there still is a lot of jockeying that can happen for postseason yeah, for spots, sure. and so it could be that the Wild play one of these teams. And,
1: um, you never know, the, the Flames or the Predators could end up sneaking into the wild card spots. Winni- um, Winnipeg's yeah. on
0: tenuous ground. Yep. To say sure. the least.
1: And Seattle's only four points ahead of them, with I think every team's got at least four or five games remaining. So 10, 12 points on the line in the coming week or two here. And it's, you know, it, everyone's just got to keep getting points because. The race is on right now.
0: Yeah, the race to the finish is officially here. And so we'll see which of these teams the Wild match up against. That still is yet to be decided. So we'll uh, we'll see what happens. But that will do it for today's episode of Lockdown Wilds. Again, now that your first listen of the day is done, make sure you check out the Lockdown NHL podcast as we continue to cruise towards the postseason You can find Locked On NHL on YouTube and free on your favorite podcast platforms. Make sure to subscribe so you don't miss out on any new episodes, both there and at Locked On Wild as well. Follow us on YouTube, on your favorite podcast platforms, on social media as well. We've got new episodes every Monday through Friday as part of the Locked On Podcast Network.